episode 36. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Um, I'm super excited about today's guest because I feel like we both have, one, a passion for fish, like all of my guests do, but two, we have a passion for food. Um, If you're not following FJ on socials and you are a foodie, and if you like fish, you got to follow him. Uh, We'll get into his handle and everything just a second. Um, But if you want to be on a future episode, shoot me an email right here. If you're just listening, the email is sttf.weareverywhere at gmail.com. And now, without further ado, FJ, taste of your creation himself. What's up, man? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Um, Kind of in the intro there, um, the first thing that drew me to your page, whenever I created this podcast, you know, I'm going through, you know, following all the fish hashtags and like finding people. I was like, I came across your page and I was like, oh my God, this, this is my dude right here. Because (laughs) when some people go to shows and I've talked about this before, some people go to shows, you know, they are in line for like front row. They want to get in front row. That's their thing. Some people want to get in line and get posters. That's their thing. Some people want to find, you know, like cool, creative t-shirts. That's their thing. Dude, my thing has always been, I got to make sure I have enough money to try as much food on a lot as I can. Dude, I'm all about the food when I go to fish shows. <laughs> so your page like drew me in, man. I was like, this is my guy. That's funny. Yeah, like definitely um, <laughs> there's something about eating strangers' foods in a parking lot. <laughs> It really uh, so is. Yeah, like, uh, we, I kind of give a little bit of backstory about this. And um, so I've always been an eater. Like, let's be serious. And everyone is, right? At one point, um, yeah. you know, tailgates, whatever it is. And me and my group of friends that I would go, would go to fish with, like, you know, 2010, 2011, whatever it was, we would film ourselves in like a digital camera, like talking about what we ate, like as a joke. Like over there, they got Gordo tacos. Like, and it was like a thing. It was actually, we called it Maddie T eats on lot. Like our friend Maddie T. And then I just like kept doing it over the years and posted to my individual Facebook page. And then uh, my, my one friend, we were, we were at Dick's and he was like, yo, you need to like make that an Instagram and like do that. Like, you know, ha- have fun with this. So where it evolved a little bit is uh, my wife, uh, Melissa. So FJ and Salissa, right? Uh, that's like, we, we do it together. And I, it's funny cause I do a lot of the videos on camera. Uh, Melissa is the brains of the operation. What did we say? So she cooks all the food that we eat. So it kind of morphed into what you eat on lot to what you go around on tour. Like, Oh, this is where we ate breakfast. This is where we went to dinner, like the night before visiting. So I have season tickets to the giants and we have like a nice food in a bag bit, like whatever okay. you can put in a plastic bag, you're allowed to bring into stadiums and arenas. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, like gallon Ziploc clear bag. You put a sandwich in it. Like ninety five percent of venues across America, you're allowed to bring that in. I did not know that. So, like, you know, that's piece of it. And then we've like that TikTok or Instagram style videos where like, here's how to cook something. So, yeah. Like my wife does a lot of the cooking, decides what we're gonna make and things like that. Because during the pandemic, um, it was the first dinner in a movie, and she's like, oh, I'll, I'll make the recipe, whatever. And then like. We had a couple friends around, like in in our local area. Like we live in uh, Long Beach, New York, uh-huh. um, and we'd be like, "Oh, let's hang out outside. I'll make this." We dropped off some for some people one week, and then like after like, week five or six, 
It was like, oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna make the recipe tonight. And her friend's like, no, like you have to. So then we ended up making every single recipe that night on a Tuesday or whatever it was uh, for a dinner and movie. And then that kind of just snowballed into what it is, right? So um, before before the dinner and the movie, um, was your wife like, is she like a chef by trade, or is she just like to cook and is like a good? She's cook? Just a great cook. Cool, cool. Just, that's it. Uh, you talk about that, you get a lot of, um, this is like straight words from her mouth. Like, uh, oh, well, can you send me the recipe for that? Like, it's not recipes, it's methods. Okay, gotcha. Right? So, it's, <laughs> it, and like, she'll say like, oh, like, how did you make? She's like, I don't know the steps. Like, it's just how you do this. Right, right. And like, it's people, more of an art form. Yeah. It's like, people understand that, like, you know, how you fry an egg, how you cook, a, like, things like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. It's not necessarily a recipe. It's a method of doing something. Method. But obviously, it gets more complicated when you, uh, you know, make certain sauces or things like that. It's like, oh, yeah. you have to know what an immersion blend. And uh, uh, we made a short rib lasagna sometime in November. And I oh, can nice. always forget what it was called, what, um, like, what she used to to make, like, the, sa the, the sauce in it. And it was like, oh, yeah, it's within what I cooked today. And then... I always forget the word, but it's like that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she's good at, and then I eat it and talk about it, right? And that's what you're good at. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. And speaking of the dinner and the movie, I didn't make every single one, um, but my girlfriend and I, like, we were kind of doing the same thing. I was, like, telling her, I was like, yo, they're doing this, like, cool thing, you know? It's, like, free, and they're sharing recipes. Um, but one of the recipes that we did make was the eggplant parm, and that sauce the it's just like a red sauce like a yeah. marinara like a spaghetti sauce whatever um we had never made a sauce like that before you know like we, we just like if we're having spaghetti or whatever like we just buy pizza sauce or spaghetti sauce and so we made that and like followed all of the steps followed the methods and did it like to the t and dude whenever we ate that i was like okay the eggplant's great like this is this is a great meal i was like but this sauce i was like go to fish.com i was like screenshot that right now because i don't know how long it's going to be up there and dude we make that still to like this day and like, use it on use it on everything not everything. just like, like whatever it is yeah anything that needs red sauce dude we're making that and it's so good so that, that's a good question that's like something i ask a few other people when we talk about dinner in the movie and stuff like what recipes do you have you repeated since Right. That one. Like, there were some yeah. things that were fairly difficult and there were some yeah. things that were like, oh, like this, I could do this again. Or I really like this. Um, I think we've done like there was like a Thai, uh, like a Thai curry one time that, nice. that Melissa, uh, Melissa's made a few times since, um, you know, making a red sauce is standard. That definitely happened. Happens often. Um, I'm trying to think what, what other ones the. Uh, uh, like, and there was some stuff we'll never make again. I remember, like, the really, it was the Dick's one where it was some type of uh, pizza with, like, a walnut sauce on it. Yeah. And it was just bad. Like, oh, was it? Bad. Yeah. And, not, and not, I guess bad's like, I mean, that's relevant, right? Food's all relevant, like, what you like and what your taste palette is. Like, sure. No. Like, I remember <laughs> when you eating that. I was like, no. Like, like I don't want to do this. I don't want to eat this. And you just, you just know. And most of the times you watch a video, you want to eat something, like, I'm always positive about it. Sure. Yeah. Very rare that I got to eat something and be like, oh, like I didn't like that. Who fucking made this? Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah there's sometimes you could tell like I'm lying through my teeth. <laughs> like, whatever. Like I want to be positive. That that's it. But yeah. then there's sometimes like um, I think I ate a donut grilled cheese on lot once, and I bite it, and I'm like, this is a terrible idea. Like, <laughs> like, and hey, some people like that savory donut flavor glaze, and sure, it's not for me. Like, no, no for me. dude, no. And some people like 
I'm sure you've seen this a lot. Like some people, it's like they do or make food creations just to do it. It's not like there's no like method behind it of like, oh, this is super salty. This is sweet. Like this could go together. It's yeah. It's just like, hey, yeah, let's throw cheese on a donut. Like, oh, exactly. Well, there, there's a whole thing on like uh, social media of um, like, I guess like the vulgar chef is someone we follow. Okay. He just like does stuff that's supposed to be gross. Okay. Like, and, <laughs> that's and, the bit. Yeah, like that. That's the bit. Like you know, fried ketchup popsicles. Like he does a lot of ketchup stuff. Like you know, and and honestly, sometimes he makes some stuff that's like, oh, that's genius and great. We yeah. we created one of his things one time, which was a deep fried ramen. So he basically oh. cook ramen and then batter it and deep fry. How was that? Cup of noodles. It was great. Like really, yeah, and, and it's about the like to me, it's about the sauce you then put on it. But it's like some things he does a genius. But his bit is, I'm gonna make something that is gonna gross people the fuck out, but it's edible, and we'll see how it is. It's like a, like a five year old palate. It's like ketchup and hot dog <laughs> sauce. Dude, speak. You just said something that triggered something. Well, first you said ketchup, and then you said five year old palate. So I'm 32 years old, and I eat ketchup, but I don't eat it like I don't eat ketchup like on yeah. everything, right? But one thing that I do put ketchup on, and I'm curious to hear your take on this because I respect your food opinions from what I've seen. Ketchup on scrambled eggs, yes or no? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You don't have to be nice. <laughs> yeah, no, no, like that, that's that's something that makes sense. It's just like. You could tell a lot about a person when you open their refrigerator and what the condiments are on the shelf. Yes. Like, I want everyone watching this to go to your friend's house or go to a house party, whatever yeah. it is, open the refrigerator and just look at the condiments. Like, it's like, hey, like, you got to have the staples. Like, everyone's got Frank's Red Hot, Sriracha, stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. what's the brand of barbecue sauce? What other hot sauces are there? Like, you know, is it just ketchup and yellow mustard? Like, get the fuck out. Like, don't eat dinner there. You know, and, and there's things you'll like never, never hear of. Uh, yeah. Like, we, we use this one thing pretty often. Uh, was a found at one time called Fly by Jing. It's like spicy Szechuan sauce. Mm. Um, and they okay. have, like, like, crunchies inside of it. It's, like, it's oh. awesome. So you look crunchies at a person, in the sauce? Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you, look, you look, it's not really a sauce, but it is. Like, I don't okay. know. Um, and then we also have one draw of just, like, homemade sauces and condiments oh, like nice. you know nerd know how to make an aioli which is just like fancy mayonnaise right yeah like, that, <laughs> yeah. That, that type of stuff but you you see that like, we, we definitely do that open people's kitchen uh refrigerator doors and go like oh they only have this or oh this is this is good like you know yeah like you guys want to stay for dinner and you're like no nah, we're okay nah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. and one last thing on food before we get into fish when it comes to mayonnaise, keep taking it back to condiments, Dukes or Hellman's? Uh, so in the Northeast here, like, and just like, we're like, you know, in Long Island in New York, it's uh-huh. easier to find Hellman's and Dukes. Okay. And that, so, so I think a lot of that argument is about what's available. Sure. I think Dukes is, I think Dukes is better. And uh, like, definitely. And perfect transition. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's the idea. And Dukes again, I'll say, if you go into our refrigerator and look at there, they're, is definitely a few jars of different homemade mayonnaises. And uh-huh. then, you know, I think there's, a, there's definitely Dukes in the refrigerator today. And because I think, um, like, a Lidl opened up recently nearby. What's Lidl that? is like a European grocery store that's, like, in oh. the Northeast. Um, okay. 
So we're, we're used to grocery stores in America, very faced shelves, like very clean, like, oh, this is what they have. Lido's like, they opened up the top of the box and it's there. It's a little cheaper. It's like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. all of the, it's, it's a different type of thing. You might not find everything when you're looking yeah. at it. They have Dukes. So. Nice. You got to do a little digging to find it, but it's there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's get into some fish, man. So um, right off the rip, when did you discover fish? How old were you? When did you find them? And sure. So you like, I guess you were saying like discover, knew they existed. And then like, you know, everyone says the term got it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm 38. Okay. So uh, definitely when I was in high school, I recall having, uh, I think Billy breeds like a CD and I had cassettes that my cousin maybe gave me like, you know, d- different shows here, here and there, probably a live one. Um, kind of at that formative time when then you had Napster uh and I, I definitely had gin and juice downloaded <laughs> we all got uh, and got fluffhead i remember specifically like oh you had your had my songs on my family computer i definitely had fluffhead I definitely had gin and juice which was not a fish song which is funny you know, that that's like <laughs> what it was at that time so like i knew who they were and like i remember now like i went to see corn at nasa coliseum like a few weeks after Fish played NASA Coliseum. So as I was younger, as I'm at one point, it's like, oh, I would have never gone to Island Tour. Like I was too young, like whatever. Right. No, I went to my parents dropped me off of corn like a month later. Like if I if I knew better, like I could have been there. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. So then in co- like in college, like Fish was on hiatus. Mm-hmm. You know, they it was just like my first year. I think my freshman year, like they broke up. And like my friends listened and they they things that people I still go on tour with and talk to almost every day. Like you know they were seeing like oh like and I just never worked out to go. Right. Um, and so they didn't exist and like this time frame i probably would have been going a lot mm-hmm. so when they came back uh in 2009 would be my first show uh, at jones beach which is close to where i live or where i grew up um that three nights of tuesday and they played thursday friday uh so it was like a something was going on on wednesday they didn't play so it was like a show and then a day off and then two shows and that was the start of the summer tour um you know the beginning of 3.0s when i first first saw them and just, you know, doing that, going to the garden eventually, you know, it all clicked. It was definitely something I listened to. It was just like not something that I thought I would see because they didn't exist when I was 19 and 20 and 21. And yeah. Then, things change. And that's cool. Yeah. Dude, similar, similar story with me, like got into them in high school and was like, you know, had the initial thought of like, whenever I'm digging into them, like, oh man, like, when can I see these guys? I was like, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that was it. And there was a few, uh, like, when they did exist and I could have gone, like, he was like, oh, you went on a family vacation. Like, you know, like, right. other things are happening and I just didn't, didn't, didn't see them. Like, you know, yeah. like, uh, I also didn't try as hard. I probably could have, you know, but it just yeah. you know, it wasn't my bag at the time. And, like, I liked other jam bands. Like, I, and I was just like, yeah, it just didn't work out to go. And then when it was really readily available, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm in. Like, of course. Let's go. Yeah. So, so going into your first show, you weren't going in cold. You had, you know, knew of the band. You knew that they jammed and stuff. Um, on the first show, is it like, boom, light bulb? Or does it take a few? Or had that already clicked before you even went to your first show? I definitely knew I would, like, be into it. I wouldn't say it was, like, as into it as I became. Like, did I know that? Um, I think a part of it was, like, that's what all my friends did. So it was regardless of how good Fish was the time and the people I went with, like they were the people I was hanging out with every day anyway. Like it's, we don't have like, yes, we have non-fish friends, but right. it's like, that's what it is. Like it's, 
it's uh people that are you go to their weddings and you go you see like their kids being born and you know their their neighbors their friends like in our town it's uh like long beach new york is a really like unique place like we're 50 minutes outside of new york city it's a beach town yeah it's uh -huh. cold in the winter there's a lot of like old dead heads and fish fans here so we have a lot of friends that are like really close like within a few blocks that we all ride bikes that are all fish friends as we do streams and stuff together and then there's a bunch of people that like there's a the new york state fish license plate the dude lives in long beach and i don't know who this person is so like but he has it but and he exists so like we call these fish fans in our city and we call the others that we don't know because we feel like it's such a tight community but also like i don't know who these people are that's awesome though. Like, it, and that's cool that you live in a spot where, you know, it, even if they're not your friends, you know, that are in yeah. like your fish group, like you're still surrounded by other people that know fish and like fish because like, it seemed, well, most of the places that I've lived, like whenever I lived in Oklahoma, I had my fish group of friends, but outside of that, it was like, no one had ever heard of the band. That's what it seemed like, right? Yeah. No, when I lived in Oregon, that was a little bit different. You know, I'd see like game hinge stickers and stuff like that, occasional fish sticker. I'd be like, oh, cool. Like, it's there's something about like just knowing that there's other fish fans around you existing that like kind of makes you feel like, oh, okay. You know, like there are people here that like, you know, I don't have to go to a show. Like they exist in my community. Yeah, okay. and it's got to be like a like a geographic thing, right? Like, hundred percent. Like, and like the Northeast makes sense. You know, we're very yeah. close proximity to New York City. You know, people grew up in this town, but also a lot of people like to move to this town that have a certain type of vibe. So that that makes sense. But even when you're, you know, you're, I lived in Manhattan for a while. You could walk down the street, you see a guy with a fish fish shirt on or whatever. Yeah. It is. And then there's always like the oh, like, and every talk to anyone from work or whatever, it's like, oh yeah, like that. Yes, like that they do a bunch of shows at the garden, right? Like people understand that they exist. Right. Right. It's one of the do you have so like on your on your car, do you have like a fish sticker or dead stickers or anything? Uh, I do have a frames license plate, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I find myself because I have like the classic fish sticker on the back of my car. And I don't know, something maybe this is just me, but maybe this is everyone that has like a license plate or a sticker. Like every time I get in my car. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is somebody going to pull up next to me today and be like, hey, <laughs> like, am I going to meet someone on the road? And, dude, it's never happened <laughs> to this day. It, 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 it definitely happens. You get beeped out every once in a while. And sometimes <laughs> they go, is this a road rage thing? And then there's a dude out the window giving you the, like, you know, the go. <laughs> That's like, all I want. That's all I want is someone to just roll up and be like, hey, I like this too. <laughs> yeah, like, within, within our group of friends, we, like, we actually take – pictures of people's like stickers on their cars like oh, yeah. oh i'm driving down long beach road coming home from work like do we know this person <laughs> is, like, a save game henge or whatever, whatever yeah yeah and, and like a lot of times you don't like yeah you're like i don't know i don't know who it is i don't know who that is sometimes you pull up it's like oh hey like because you might see them around at the the, the brewery here you might you know like they might be a friend of a friend it might be someone you know and you know it's like oh, i don't know that you drive a subaru shocked <laughs> got the soups. Yeah, of course. Of course you drive a Subaru. Oh my god. <clears throat> okay, so back to uh your story. Uh first show, Jones Beach, 09. Um, how did you hit any other shows in 09? Or, or was it just like the hometown show basically? Or yeah, well, they, they played three. They played I was really a hometown hero for a, for a few the first few years. So they played three in Jones Beach and then 
there was a Mad Square Garden run that year, early December. Okay. And I can't remember if it was three or four shows. So it was like December 2nd to 5th or something like that. And I went to those. Okay. Um, so that would be the first year. Um, okay. So hit, so hit it hard in 09. Yeah. I mean, like, the, shows. it's not hard to hit it. It's not, it's not difficult to hit it hard when you live within the hour of the garden. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, like, by default, there's four. Like, yeah. By default, there's four. I'm it. Yeah. All right. Sure. And then, like, and at that time, I was, uh, I was living in the city, so it was like every Perfect. time they came around to the garden, like that's what we're, that's what you're doing, like yeah, that's what it is. It's and it was yeah. just that first year in '09 that it was, um, that like uh, not New Year's Eve December run, right? Yeah, so I think it was, it was like the first week of December. I don't remember the dates escape me. And then, uh, and then it would be the next couple of years, like grow a little more, like you know, go to go to Hartford, go to PNC, you know. Sort of spreading out a bit within, within that within that northeast north, northeast vibe. That first few years of 3.0 between like 09 and 2013, they're always doing two or two or three shows at um, Jones Beach. So it was like a Fourth of July run time. Um, I don't remember what year like Bader Field happened. That was like Atlantic City. I want to say like maybe 2015, maybe or, no, maybe earlier. So I don't know. Yeah. So like, but they, like, like that, that, that was the distance. Like maybe go to Philadelphia and not, not really travel, not get on a plane for it. Hey, if it's within five hours and we could drive, you have a friend living somewhere, like do it. And they were playing like this Randall Island show. Like, they were playing a lot and as they yeah. still do within here. Right. Within your radius. Yeah. So they remember like the Randall's Island show. I lived on the Upper East Side and we could walk across the, um, the bridge. From the Upper East Side to Randall's, I heard like that. That was like one of the easiest. Yeah, dude, and that's so cool. I'm always so like envious of people that live like in the Northeast, and it's like every time you know tour announcements come out, they're like, "Oh yeah, we can hit this one. This one's five hours away. This one's thirty minutes away. This one's another four hours away." I'm just like, "Oh man, I wish." Yeah, I it's, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's obviously easy because like you know, and say what you want to say, it's a Northeast band, and then when yeah. you see on the West Coast, it's a bunch of people from the from the Northeast traveling to the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny, dude. Like, cause like once you get to a certain age, I mean, you can basically live wherever you want, right? You're an yeah. adult. If you want to live in New York, you can live in New York. If you want to live in California, you can live in California and go wherever you want. And it's so funny because I've been obsessed with fish for years and I've always chose to live in spots where they don't come a lot. Like I live smack dab in the middle of the country, then move to the West coast. And then now I'm in Michigan, which I mean, they come, they come to Michigan, but. Did you uh, go to the pine knob show? Yeah. We got rained out. You were there, dude. You were I there. there. Yeah. I, I saw your, um, I saw it on uh TikTok or Instagram. I was like, Oh dude, there he is. And I was like, we we're all stuck in our cars, but I was like, Oh, am I going to see him? You know, <laughs> That was, uh, I guess that was my hundredth fish show. That, show. that was your hundred. That's what yeah. I was going to ask you. So how many are, how many have you seen to, to date? Whatever I've done since that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's uh, hard to count after a while. Yeah. I, I didn't do anything in the fall. So I guess like, what, what how many, 104, whatever. whatever okay. Garden, 103. Gotcha. Cause I didn't go to one garden show this year. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, was Pine Knob your hundredth or was it your 99 and a half? Oh, right? <laughs> no, it was your hundreds. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I mean, like, I guess they didn't, I, they didn't scan my tickets, so they didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
dude, that was wild, dude. At at one point, they were that's just one of like, the hardest I've ever been rained on. Like, like they like it was like, oh yeah, it's gonna stop. And then like I think we, we the next morning we read we read like a like a damn base or whatever article. It's like oh, and the rain subsides. Like no, it didn't. No, like, it, not at all, dude. And that, I remember being so bummed because I live about forty five minutes to an hour north of Pine Knob, and the whole drive was just like. People were going like 20 miles an hour. And I was like, dude, this is going to get canceled. This is going to get canceled. But still just kept trucking through. And then about like an hour before, or maybe a little bit before, two hours before, it kind of like eased up. It was still raining, but it wasn't just like dumping. And I was like, okay, okay. And then it started up again. I was like, fuck. (laughs) It was every time we were in our car and it was like, we'd be like, all right, let's go out for a second. And it would start again. Like, oh man, it's bad. Um, We... We did a pretty aggressive summer last year. I think it was like seven or nine shows, whatever it was. And that was the last of all the things oh. that we were doing. So, and you know, it was like the road, the road we were staying, we, um, we stayed at uh, our aunt's lake house in Ohio for like a few days and then did blossom and then drove to pine. I was like, all right, this is the furthest we've driven together. Like don't doing this and like, all right. And then it was just, everything else was great weather. Like it was great weather throughout Bethel hard for like, it was hot, but like, no, not rain, you know, blossom right. is gorgeous. And it was just like, this is the worst. And like, it ended up being one of the, like, you know, we fond memories. Yeah. Um, two things I'll point about, like at that show in the rain, uh, we get on, we get, we're walking in and we're like kind of get on the lawn and there's like, a, a, a woman and a, and a guy and they have like a baby like, and, you know less than six months old getting poured on screaming it's our play we're like oh like, like that's not a good thing like, come on like, make a better decision and like that bothered us but that was like a moment in time the whole show there's a guy like rolling around screaming like next to us but it's like that guy's loving life like it's like fine like everything like, <laughs> the things you see at fish man the, exactly the things you see like it's like burned images of my head and like remembering those two things dude the baby thing is like i get it like you see i mean you've seen babies at shows before and, stuff, yeah. and they got the big ass like earmuffs on and everything yeah but out in the rain and stuff like i mean even though it was summer like it was like it was chilly like i remember yeah, like all day, and like i understand like oh this might be and I get it. Like, I have the ability, we have the ability to travel a little bit for fish. And, and, oh, this might not be the only show we go to this year. Right. But, hey, like, there's a point where we're in the parking lot that it's like, oh, it's 9 o'clock and the show, we're not going into the venue yet. Like, go home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was going to stay. I was going to stay until I got, like, official word. But I'm, yeah. I'm well, glad I, was, I, I have a newborn with me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You stay in the car. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, like. Make a decision. Yeah. Um, okay. So after a hundred some odd fish shows, um, whenever you're just gonna turn on fish on a Sunday afternoon, normal day, you're gonna throw fish on. Do you have a favorite year of fish that you like to listen to that you keep finding yourself going back to? Um, I think it's like certain runs that we might have went to that go back okay. to. We've also done, you know, I think everyone changes how they listen to fish right like 100 right in this so like there's times where it's like oh let's listen to winter tour 95 like okay. like oh let's pick this and start at the beginning and kind of over the next few weeks do another show like that oh so you I stay in the that, vibe for multiple like you finish a run out yeah like do do a run cool. out so like I, I 
I, I, I'll do that sometimes when I'm in my car, like driving for work or whatever it is. I had a friend that like kind of turned on. I do this every once in a while. All right, not bad. I usually listen to what's recent that we've been to. That's just like a, a common thing. Like, gotcha. um, and I guess probably some of the go-to um, like shows or whatever I'll listen to is uh, I do like to listen to that first Jones Beach run. The one that you, Jones your Beach first show? Yeah. That, that ends up happening. Uh uh, what which um uh, which year of the garden? I think like the 2016 garden run. There's a specific show where they do like uh, an undermine that has like that calls back to stash like a few times. Okay. Um, the Mexico 2020 run comes up a lot when we was like, oh, let's do this. Uh, and then you know, even if we don't go to a show, I want to. People are talking about this. Like, listen to it. Talk about your friend. Talk about it with your friends. What would you listen to? That. Yeah. Like that all that makes. Since, uh, call them like little bombs, like, oh, may not listen to a full show, but listen to this part of a show. Um, like, uh, Mexico 2020, the first night, it's like a free rescue squad, shipwreck rescue squad free, like that, like that batch, um, uh-huh. things like that. Cool, cool. And so, do you, I'm curious, I don't think I've asked this to any guests before, but like, whenever you do listen to fish, are you like a, like a purist it's like you you okay you're like okay i'm gonna listen to um this show or i'm gonna listen to or something pops in your head and you're like oh i'm gonna listen to this disease i'm gonna listen to the denver ghost let's use that for example yeah are you going from start to finish or are you jumping to like nine minutes ahead are you skipping to the jam or do you listen to the full thing uh yeah i'm not skipping i'm not i'm not, you're not skipping I'm not skipping stuff. I, I think that's just more like I'm not taking my phone and go like, oh, this is the moment I want to hear. I might know like, oh, this is the part of the song I want to hear. But uh-huh. it's just start, start from the beginning. Um, yeah, like it, it, I'm not like, oh, I just want to hear this this segue. It might be a certain part of a show where, oh, I don't want to hear the oh, the first three songs of the set, but I want to hear the last three songs of the set. So I might do that. Gotcha. Not, like within an individual scroll uh, song buffer. Gotcha. Scroll. I do that, man sometimes like if i'm like yo taking it back to the denver ghost i know that at like nine and a half ten minutes in i know that that's my goosebump spot you know like and so like i'll like be in the car and i'll like put it on and then i'll be like trying to keep my eye on the road i'll be like okay we're good and then i'll just like get it on because i just like want to get to it i don't know if that's like me being like part of like you know like the millennial like i want everything now i want it right now <laughs> just get me straight to straight to the I part def- i'll definitely be where situations like oh i know that i like you know i listen to a lot of stuff it's like shuffle and whatever i have on my spotify or whatever right it is. and i might know like oh this song's good but i'm only gonna be in the car for another seven minutes and 20 <laughs> minutes long so i might end up sitting in my car or just like skip it because i don't want to be like oh i don't get to get to that part i might skip the song completely right um but yeah you, you definitely know those parts of certain songs uh-huh. uh with certain jams um one thing that and you know say what you want about any song right it doesn't matter what the song is what overall opinion is what you like it to be right exactly uh, um a jam i go back listening to there's like ones i've been to is what i think of okay like, i like bliss jams you know yep dark and evil is great i like bliss like, yeah it's, it's the, what it the is. yin yang yeah yeah it's what it is um was this probably 2018 dicks on night the Saturday night, there's a set your soul free. And at about 12 minutes, it's like a high pitch organ type sound, like very melodic and stuff like that. Like, I like that. 
And I okay. know, I know it's like 12 to 15 minutes. And like when people ask sometimes like, Oh, listen to that. And then, yeah, you, you say what you want about that song. Like that piece of that jam is beautiful. Dude. And that's, a, that's a great point, you know, and we haven't gotten into this with, with you yet, but songs like song choice, right. You know, we're in a new era of fish figuratively and literally um, to where a lot of the songwriting, not, not so much jams, but songwriting is a lot of like puppy dog flowers, love, light, this and that. Right. And you get the people like myself included. They're like, oh, I want dark. I want, I want evil. Like I want, I want a 97 dark ass, like Carini. Right. But to your point, it doesn't matter what the song is because they can play Ruby waves. We've seen it multiple times Yeah, and you get your socks knocked off. So like, yeah. So for me, not so much it being the song, where are you taking it? I don't care what the vehicle is, so to speak. Like, what are you doing with it? Yeah. And a lot of those newer love and light songs like deliver and have been delivering, you know? So the set your soul free from 2018 dicks. I'm going to put that on my listen to list because I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, the, right off the like 12, to 15, 12 to 15 minutes is okay. where is where because if you like to skip that thing, you'll know that you'll know the sound. I'll skip. <laughs> I'm a skipper. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that, that's the part. So, would you say that's your favorite jam? Uh, I think like ones I've been to. Yeah, okay, like that's it. Um, you know, there's a few great tweezers that I've seen that like I'll, I'll go back and listen to every once in a while. I like this the, the 4.0 sound we call it that like frog noise. <laughs> That's a good way. I've never heard anyone call it the frog noise. You, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I know though, exactly right? what you're talking about. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> like anytime that comes to any song now, I'm like, oh, I like oh the noise. Like yes, and then there all it is. Are, like noise. Like the, that's what it is. I. I love that. There's a a ghost bathtub from uh, Nashville a couple years ago that we were at, uh-huh. and that's like the first time I heard that sound. And we're like, "Oh yeah, that that's the sound. That's the sound. That's it." But like, it's like that, like grungy type of thing. I know there's a few Ruby Waves with that. Yes, like, there's like the forty minute Ruby Ruby Waves thing. There's that. Uh, was it like Seattle or Oregon or something uh, last fall that they there's like a good Ruby Waves. Um, the, so I don't know about, it's like a really grungy, heavy part towards the end of it. Like that. I like that stuff. Okay. I'll have to revisit. Yeah. And I, it's just off the top of my head. Can't remember. I remember being like talking to like one friend who's like, Oh, you have to listen to this. And then I was like, Oh, and my buddy texted me. He's like, everyone's talking about a little, is it really that good? I was like, yeah, it's pretty good. Like you should listen to it. Dude. Okay. It it could be any song, right? It it, it could be. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm still waiting for the day, like, because there are, like, song songs that I do like, and they're usually, yeah. like, I'm I'm a sucker for, like, sad songs or, like, you know, emotional Jimmy. songs. Like, I love, like, Brian and Robert. Yeah. I love Shade, you know, and I'm just, like, waiting for the day where I can have, like, best of both worlds and just get, like, a 27-minute Brian and Robert. <laughs> <laughs> that That is something that you don't think you would say, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, we, we call Shade uh, 4.0 Waste. Like, dude, dude, a hundred percent. That's our wedding song. Like, so that's like, funny. dude, and that's that's gonna be like the wedding song of people that are a little younger in the fish crew. Like, because that's what it is. Like, yeah. dude, it's so good. It's it's, it's so a great good. song. It's it, it is. It really song. is. 
And that's one of those songs. I've said this before, like a good song is a good song. Like yeah. it, it could be fish singing it. It could be Harry Styles singing it. Like yeah. that's just like a good, a good song. song. That, that's yeah. music. And I think yeah. the other thing about like these newer, these newer songs and what it is like, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, they, I want them to play that from there. It's like, Look at how much fun Trey is having yeah. playing this new song. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what you think. Like, yeah. <laughs> he really likes it. Dude, and that's, I think that's something that as Fish fans, we've all at least struggled with at one point, right? Yeah. And usually, like, early into your like Fish fandom is like you go into the show, like, with your expectations, like, you're going into your first show and all you've been listening to is Island Tour, you know, and you're just like, oh, yeah, like I'm going to see my first fish show. And you have that like expectation in your head of like, I'm going to see Island Tour. And it's yeah. like, nope, you're not. Don't, don't try to think what you're going to see. Like, hey, <laughs> that's whatever it is. Don't be disappointed. Yeah. You know, you might get the song you're chasing for. You might get a song that's a bunch of cat noises. <laughs> yeah. Or Fishman uh, drum loops just here. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the cat the cat noises always always gets me. He's like, I kind of like the song, but it's like, oh, what does fish sound like? Oh, it's like sometimes <laughs> it's funky, sometimes it's sad, sometimes it's cat noises. Yeah. But that's also a funky song. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. super funky. It's super funky. Um, you just you just said something. Uh, you might get the song that you're chasing. Out of your hundred some odd shows, um, do you have a song that you're chasing that you haven't gotten yet, or do you, do you have a song that you did get? What are you chasing? So, uh, I like everyone has songs they haven't seen. Sure. No matter how many shows you've been to, right? A song that I would like to see that I haven't seen that I can think of in my head is Strange Design. And nice. the, I think a big reason I didn't see it is because they didn't play it at the Baker's Dozen. Look, there you go. Like, Did you do every night of the Baker's Dozen? I went Dozen? to 12. Okay. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> You did twelve of Baker's dozen. It was my it, it, my uh it was my father's sixtieth birthday party on okay. Saturday. Yeah. Okay. And the plan was to never go to all of them, and just kept being like, "All right, we're going." So, which one did you you miss the Saturday? Is that the what middle? Did? The middle Saturday. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and Damn. then you, you of course like there's been songs like, "Oh, I want to hear this song." I've listened to back old shows. I might have seen it before. But you not realize you liked it at the time because you know you've seen a lot of fish shows. That it happens. Yeah. Um, I really like to answer this question though with more of a you don't know what you're chasing. You don't know what you're chasing. So because it, it might be a it might be a song that you didn't realize was in the catalog, and the and a lot of because yeah, there's a lot of people that have listened to a lot of fish and studied through the songs. A lot of people that haven't. So you might go to a show and they might play X, and then you might be like, oh man, like what is this and then like, oh, you don't know this like because you didn't know because you really enjoyed it at the time there might right. be something you know about but you didn't realize you liked it as much because you might have a certain feeling about it whatever it is and then one time they play you like oh i'm glad i saw that and there also might be songs that you know exist but you never thought it's possible that they're going to play it at a show that you're at like so like, like this or exactly i don't think <laughs> i'll ever see roundling insert okay. song there right like yeah and that not necessarily the song again i don't think they're i don't really care like right you know, but then one time they might play it the example i go with that is a few years ago they played access me at a at a dick show like i remember making playlists for like my now wife like you know we've been seeing fish together for a few years like oh like and like you try to give someone certain songs like oh this is what you might like like 
I didn't give her access because like, she'll never see this song. Right. It's like, right? It's, it's, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like it, she's going to like it. I don't want her to be like, this is something I want to see. Like, right. <laughs> Just set it up thinking you're going to see it. And then they it, yeah. played it. I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. So that th this can happen. And that's, that's what it means chasing the song. Yeah. 100%. And I love that perspective because it's always like, call it egocentrical you know like we ask that question like what what song are you chasing you're thinking about me my yeah. experience, but the experience as a whole dude access me and then um this is reminding me uh so it was the recent um anniversary of the 22803 show um i saw uh people posting about it and that was the show that they did the bust out of the, the bust out of all bust outs, right? Yeah, the bust out of all bust outs. And I didn't realize that um Destiny Unbound basically was never like it the, the last time they played it was like 91 and then busted out in 03. And I didn't realize that. You yeah. know, I didn't know that it was that big of a bust out. So when I like when that set in for me, like whenever I seen it, like turned on the show and whenever they go into destiny like you can hear like like you always get some crowd noise like in the recording but like yeah. you can hear it's like overwhelming people were like holy shit i think it was like it's also a recognizable like, first couple note song right i think that that helps that um so that's a show that like a lot of my friends went to could went to i was in college i played lacrosse in college and oh, um, sick. we got like smoked in a game like the week the day before or something like that so we had an indoor practice that night last night <laughs> oh man you could have been there yeah and, and like i would have been like and like, i didn't i didn't know how much i would have liked it would have been like it was right funny. yeah it was funny the way the way the way it is yeah the way it is you can't but, dwell on it too much the bust out of all bust outs um on the flip side what's the song because we all know fish cover songs um even billy joel uh had his little comment about fish being <laughs> a cover band um but I, I, for the most part we all like the covers so what's a song that you would like to see fish cover warren zevon nighttime at the switching yard oh okay warren zevon whenever i think of warren zevon all i think of is werewolves of london of course so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna write this down because whenever i ask this question i like to if it's a, especially if it's a song that I'm not familiar with, um, I like to go listen to it and see like if I can hear Fish doing it. So Warren Zevon, what is it? Uh, Nighttime at the Switching Yard. Nighttime at the Switching Yard. I would say uh, listen to more Warren Zevon. Okay. In general. <laughs> it's one of those dudes like I'm aware of, yeah. you know, and like, but I just never dove in. He's got some solid stuff. Oh yeah, man. And you'll you'll know more than you think you know. Okay. It's yeah, one of those. It, it, it's one of, it's one of those too, like used in a lot of movies or like and then when you start realizing what his voice is and then like it comes up on a TV show, you're like, oh you immediately know this is a Warren Z box. Yeah. Get a unique voice. Yeah, you you okay. you'll you'll know. Nighttime but, at the switching yard. That song's okay. a banger. Dude, and also I love asking this question because in hopes we know that members of the band have their finger on the pulse of what you know is going on yeah. on the interwebs maybe, and maybe dude, it gets to him yeah maybe it gets to him so like i love asking that question because <laughs> selfishly <laughs> i want to take, take partial credit for being like yo <laughs> they did it. once it's in the ether and it was like oh like like you know like trey could hear that and go like that is a good idea 
Let's do it. Yeah. And then then he just giggles. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I'll have to check it out. I wish I was familiar with it so I could like hear it in my head. But yeah, I'll check it out. Warren's Yvonne, nighttime at the switching yard. Um, Okay. So out of all the shows you've seen, we're, and we're both 3.0 kids. Cause I actually, I I don't know. I didn't mention this earlier, but I saw my first show um, in 09 as well, but it was the new year's run in Miami. So that was like my first trip in. Um, So knowing that we're seeing fish during the same amount of time, what are some of those like standout memories? Like the rain at Pine Knob. What are just some of those favorite memories from tour that like stand out to you to where you're like, damn, that was cool. could be in the show, could be in the parking lot on the way there. Try to think about like things that have happened and stories that you like say along the way. Like, um, I think it, well, I know it was, uh, it was Gorge 2018. And we always talk about this, like how to give a person directions at a fish show or a festival in general. So if you've been to the Gorge, the Gorge is a big circle, like the, The, and in the middle is like those this flag store, like, you know, looks like the Hunger Games, the yep. Wild West there. And our friend calls. He's like, all right, go to the flags, look towards Canada, walk towards Canada, pass the circus, and then uh, make a right to flowers. And we're like, we're not, we're not going to find this guy. You look you look to where he said the direction. There's like 20 Canadian flags on top of RVs. Well, okay. Like, okay. There's that. <laughs> Let's go that way. And then, like, there's a band playing and, like, it's it's you know it's a circus like and you, yeah. you you knew that this was the what something was going on this area of the campground like yep this is what he's talking about and then we're like oh this is this is not it at all we're gonna find a bouquet of flowers and then someone looked at their feet and there was a little bouquet of flowers on the ground no and, shit and they were like 10 camp 10 like tents in like and it's like all right how 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 does that work so that, that's always a a go-to dude um, that sounds like something like that sounds like it's always sunny in philadelphia bit like yeah. the gang's on the phone with charlie and he's giving directions yeah it, it, <laughs> what? i like that, that that in general like what do you how do you find your friends places yeah it, it is a lot about the people you hang out and see along the way and the conversations you have so right. th- those those that's a good one um we rented a house in Denver one year and we get in this house and there's like horse flies, like big flies everywhere. Oh, like, you know, and then we went on like a killing spree of these slow and like, I don't know, I remember that. Like, that, that's one that sticks out. Like, <laughs> like, why are there so many fucking flies? Yeah. And, you know, you have, you, cause we all like, you know, in the Northeast, you have a lot of friends, you do this, like, who's going to get a ride to the booth, things like that. Last right. year, we were at, we were at Bethel and we were with our, our one friend was, he did the entire tour at that point till Bethel. And then he was planning on hitching a ride from Bethel home to, he lives in, in our town. There was like a few people and we were at a diner eating breakfast and he was texting three separate drivers all going back saying, we're I was like, oh, like, can I get a ride with you back home? I don't want to go. I, this person wants to go to Hartford. I don't want to go. I'm done now. Like I need, I need a day off. And the three separate drivers were all like on groups at the diner. We're just discussing. I was like, oh, we're going to go to Hartford tomorrow and not go home. <laughs> So like he's like, all right, I guess I'm going. You're in. You're in. Dude, I'm sure there's like so much more. Like uh the I don't know, do you ever like camp at Dicks? Oh yeah, dude. So do you like, remember like the tricycle races down Little Hill? Like 
roll down the hill. Yeah, I but then like, people that. have like, little tricycles and do like, like, like stuff like that. Like, you just, like, why is this a thing? Dude, Dick's is one of those places, and it's like being there like from the start, right? Because that was basically the closest we ever got to a hometown show for a long time, like being in Oklahoma. Yeah. And so we'd drive up. It's like a 12-hour drive. Our whole crew would drive up. And then just watching it, like, evolve, you know, and, like, all these, like, weird things, like the roll down the hill or, like, the, you know, people, the, the grassy knoll. Like, it's just turned yes. into, like, this, like, thing, man. And it is. It's it's taking it back to the circus thing. It's just kind of like, like Someone always circus. brings that giant beach ball. And then yeah. after the show is kicking around the soccer field, like the one that's like 12 feet in diameter. Like, <laughs> always. Always, man. Dude, were you at Dick's this past year? Uh not this year, no. Dude, it's this is the first time uh the first time we didn't we didn't make it out to Denver. The other part I think about like traveling fish, I've been to a lot of the same places. Like same, you know, besides, you know, because it, it it's what easy. A couple years ago, we really made a conscious effort to like, all right, we can only do so much now. Like, let's go to a place you haven't been. And that's what yeah. brought us like Nashville a couple of years ago. That's what brought cool. us to Pine Knob and things like that. Like, hey, like I, I know what it's like here. Like, of course I'm gonna go to the garden, of course I'm gonna go to the Jones Beach, but I might not make the trip down to Camden because maybe instead of doing Camden for the weekend, I'll do Alpharetta or whatever, whatever exists that's a different uh little trip. Um and you know, of course I I know a lot of people go to show to show. And I know a lot of people are like, hey, I go, I'm going to travel for fish. Mm -hmm. I do think it's important when you travel for fish, you travel for anything, like do something else with it. So, exactly. You like go, go to whatever city it is and spend two days in the front and in the back end doing something else in that city besides seeing fish and doing, doing that. Exactly. Like, you know, make, make it make sense for you. Do something in between. Like, you know, we went to a lake house in Ohio for a few days and then went went to blossom like would have never yeah. done that like you know it, it yeah this wasn't there but also you know it just make it just makes sense so i definitely yeah. implore people to do that explore the food around around places and yes. besides just seeing fish um i think funky face has that meme is like oh you saw the country on tour then he always puts like mcdonald's <laughs> walmart like these are the things i see like, like don't, don't be that yeah each city no matter how big or small has something to offer. Yeah. Like what pops in my head is like what you just mentioned, like what kind of cool food spots can I go to here? Yeah. Like, I, what, I, what that's, that's, that's an easy one. There's always, there's always a park. There's always like a museum somewhere, like something, something else. There also, it also might be another band to see. Like, Good right? point. Yeah. It might be yeah. a different type of music. It might be a different venue. Like, you know, if you're at, if you're in Denver, like go to garden of the gods, go to Mount, Mount Edna, go to um, Mount Everest, go to go to Red Rocks to see a different type, a different type of show there. You know, if you go to go to Nashville, go to the Country Hall Musical Hall of Fame, like go to the Ryman Theater, like do yeah. something separate. And I do think that there's a lot of fish fans that do that as well. Yeah. Um, so because then what you end up seeing is, oh, it's two days after. Then you're at some museum, like two hours away from where you saw fish. And there's some dude in the fish is like, oh, you're at the shows. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oh. Yeah, yeah. And that's another cool part, you know, is like even just being like downtown and walking around, you know, like you see people in their fish gear and stuff, whether it's before or after the show. And that having that like huh. Yeah, I see. I, I know what you did. Yeah. Yeah. I see you. <laughs> How you feeling, buddy? <laughs> um what is one fish song that you would be okay with never hearing again? Life beyond a dream. 
I got it. <laughs> I got it. I don't, I, 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 I don't I need to ask like why. I'm saying it because I know how happy it makes Trey feel. And like the meaning behind it, all that stuff. Like, yeah. True my word. And like, I, I like don't really leave for any. So like, go to the bathroom when you need to go to the bathroom. Like, yeah. Sure. Like, it, it, none of this, none of that matters. Yeah. Um, with our crew, uh, Section 118 crew at the Garden, we like to try to sit together. Uh, this year's like, oh, what's he? I was like, oh, they're going to play Life Beyond Dream. I'm going to leave right away. It's like, I ain't missing my train for Life Beyond the Dream. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. Like, and then, of course, one day that they're going to play it for Encore, I'm going to leave, and then they're going to play something else right after it. Yep. Be schmuck. It's going like, to be the that. next bust out of the century. Yeah. <laughs> my word, I'm out. I'm out of there. Soon, first note, I'm gone. And that's the only song I do that for. Dude, Life Beyond a Dream. Yeah. And, like, sometimes when I ask this question, people will give me something, like, off the wall to where it's, like, because you have, like, the the songs, like, where you expect, like, Time Turns Elastic, Life Beyond a Dream. Like, yeah. What? Those types of songs, but sometimes like people like they'll get, they'll hit me with like a, a Julius or a character zero or whatever, and I'm like I'll have to like explain that to me like what what is it about the song? But with with Life Beyond the Dream, I get it. I totally well, like get it. Uh, I think there's other songs like uh, you know when Yem starts, go pee and come back to the gym. <laughs> you'll you'll make it. I'm not really quick. Dude. No, nobody's at the bathroom, dude. I have never thought about that, but that's a really good point. If you're talking about like efficiency at a fish show, yes. As as soon as a song that like oh like oh, I know out P come back you'll 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 be pumped. You're you're coming back right at right at the boy man god shit. Yeah, and you just took a shit. So there you go. <laughs> Super, I, I I got a, I got a friend that's like notorious for that. He's like oh he's like all songs people like would never go to the bathroom. I was like I go as soon as it starts. I'm back faster than you can imagine. <laughs> Dude, that's actually smart. Yeah. And I've never thought of it like that. Think it, you'll, you'll do it. You'll, you'll, pull, it off, you'll pull it off quick. <laughs> my man, dude. That's a great fucking point. Especially if like it's a like a a fluff head or a yin or something yeah, that has a, like a, a song long... you know, a song you know the like you know like a, a composed song. Yeah. Right? Like, you know how yeah. it's going to go, which is great. Like, you've probably heard it before. No problem. You're still going to hear it yep. as you go to the bathroom. You know, it's okay. Yep. Nothing weird is going to happen. And if it is, it is. I got nine minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, I, I, know, I know how fast I can get back. Dude, you just blew my mind on some super simple shit, and I love it. Um, What are you hitting this year, man? Obviously, the garden shows. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do a few of those. Uh. If anyone has tickets, I need a ticket. <laughs> That'll happen. Not, not worried. So, did you um, do anything for the lottery, or? Yeah, we put in for the lottery. Um, just we just put in two, two, uh, two tickets for all the for not all the nights. I did like a few of the nights because I, you know, it's all about it's all about what you can incur in expense now. I'm like, right, yeah, figure that out. And we're gonna go to Burgettstown. Dude, I'm gonna be there too. Oh, let's meet up. That's I think that's the only one that um we're gonna wind up hitting this year. Dix is gonna be like a game day decision. Uh me and a group of my buddies like always do Dicks. Um, but that one's gonna be a game day decision. Um, but that's gonna be the one, uh, Burgettstown, because it's like a five hour drive from oh, where I'm that, at. That's super doable. Yeah. 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 
and that's that, that, that and I you know that's the one that's the one we're planning on you know things can change and uh things can change that, man that's it I think there there's a lot of very accessible shows this summer um, yep just about how much you want to you want to do fish yep how much do you want it man how much do you want it dude but at Burgettstown we gotta we gotta meet up and we gotta eat some food together we'll, we'll eat something we gotta do a collab yeah dude I'm so stoked because I'm I'm the only one of my group. Well, no, there, there's I take that back. There's one other guy, my buddy Gunner. Like that's what we're like the food thing. Like what are we getting? What are we getting, dude? And this last year, sometimes it's what you find in lot. Sometimes it's like a restaurant nearby. Sometimes it's what the food in the venue is. Because see, I, I also, always stay away from the food in the venue. It might just be so a what, price thing. It price is definitely a factor. Yeah. I think what's changed, like if it was like 10 years ago, like everyone's got chicken fingers and French fries, like all venue food is insane. But what I think you've seen like NFL stadiums, MLB stadiums, like they've like, they've started to adjust that. I think that has a lot to do with like uh, food truck culture that now it's like food truck stuff inside of venues. Like you'll, you'll, Uh. you'll see, yes, you can use like all standard venue food, but there's some places with some like great food inside of venues um, okay. Like the garden is a good example of like, you know, has good ven- venue food places, places like that. Chicken uh, sandwich. Not, especially arenas that, especially arenas that like are, you know, hockey teams, basketball teams, things like that. Sure. Um, like Fish Needs Play UBS, which is where the Islanders play. Okay. Top notch food venue in America. Really? Yeah. What's your go to? Uh, the mini wontons. Mini wontons at a stadium. Wow, you weren't kidding, man. Yeah, there, there's there's some good stuff places. Okay, okay. I mean, maybe I'll maybe I'll take out an extra credit card so I can afford some stadium food, <laughs> <laughs> dude. The price price point, like even with beers, you know, it's like you go to a stadium now and like get a beer, and it's like sixteen bucks. Yeah. Like, holy shit, I, dude. Lot lot prices aren't much better. <laughs> Inflation's killing us all. Like. That last summer, and that was part of what we, because we did a lot of shows last summer, and you have people that like, oh, I'm just spending at this venue, so you might try to find them. Like, it's that guy who's like, oh, I made a bunch of this, and I'm selling off the pay for my show, great. But then obviously you have, like, businesses yep. that go from show to show, and, like, you'll see, like, oh, like, you've seen these people at every show. They're charging $17 for a burrito, which... Don't hate it all. Like, you know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta do what you gotta do. It's fine. But yeah. then that was part of like, we started trying like, oh, that guy's been at every show. He's got a $5 taco. It's the best deal online. It's my guy. Yeah. You, for you, a you, while. You find that out. For a while, my guys were the, um, f- it was either fucking Philly cheesesteak or funky Philly cheesesteak. But like every show that I was at and they were there, like, I was like, you're, you're my dude. Cause you got like, a fucking fat Philly cheesesteak for like five bucks. Yeah, dude, it, it was like so good. It would get you full. The bread to meat ratio was great. I'm a fan of uh, if you come across uh, his name's RJ and uh, falafel and a pickle guy. Falafel and a pickle does guy. a falafel wrap and the pickle. Okay, and, and he's also a, a a fun person to watch. Okay, he's entertaining <laughs> when he makes it. Okay, falafel and a pickle interesting okay dude thank you for taking the time on a sunday to uh come on and share your story i'm glad i got to meet you i'm looking forward to um meeting up with you in burgettstown we can 
munch down and see some fish. And um, yeah, man, excited to see you on tour. Awesome, man. Appreciate it and uh, enjoy. Absolutely. All right. Hang out.